So if I may, I'd like to tell you about a course that my husband's put together. This is something that's a long time in the making. He has been teaching people how to do this and teaching people how to use their money so that their money works hard so that you don't have to. And you've heard previous episodes of Brett's giving you advice, financial advice, advice on investing. If you love that kind of thing, you definitely want to follow him on Instagram. Now, he doesn't post that kind of stuff to his feed. I know he doesn't take any of my advice when it comes to Instagram, but he's always offering that advice on his Instagram stories. And because of that, people have been begging him for probably the last five years to teach or create a course, a basic course for beginners, not for the person who's already investing, not for the person who already has a portfolio and understands you know, annuities and their retirement fund and how to figure out how to get started, all of those things. That's the course that he created. It's called Money Matters 101. It has been five years in the making, but it's a quick course. This is literally a 101 course for those of you who are afraid of the numbers, you're afraid of the financials, but it's time for you to take control of that. We've got to change that mindset and you can, and it's important that you do because I don't want you to work as hard as you've been working. I want your money to work harder for you and Brett wants to teach you how to do that. And he's my husband, so I can tell you, he doesn't mansplain things, he really does break it down and make it super simple because he's had 30 years of training working with someone who has ADHD, who is constantly saying like, hold on, hold on. Okay, back it up, slow it down, break that down for me, draw a little picture. And it's a really great course. So anyways, you can check it out. There is a link in our show notes for you to check out Brett's new course, Money Matters 101. Welcome to this edition of The Shaleen Show. It's Friday, so things are very casual. I'm on the couch. I'm wrapped up in a blanket. I'm back home in the United States, and we're going to chat. All right, so you may have noticed that my voice is a little deeper and raspier than normal, and that is because I brought home a little souvenir from my travels, and I'm a little under the weather. And I'm going to be fine, obviously, and very grateful that I didn't get sick traveling there. Not that it's anyone's business, but like, yes, I'm vaccinated. Yes, we were wearing masks on the planes, etc. But, you know, you're still in contact with just, you know, so many people when you're traveling. And frankly, to be honest, just about every time I have traveled a long distance, not every time, but like if I'm going to get sick, it's usually after traveling because I think you're just exposed to so many people and so many germs and, you know, close spaces, touching guardrails, touching handrails, touching things. And so anyways, not a big deal. I'm going to be fine. But it did make me realize that this is a topic I've never talked about is like, so when you're sick, do you take it easy? Do you chill out? Do you skip your workouts? And it's funny that people always ask that question of me. I'm like, it's funny that people need, they need the rule. They want the rule. Like, what's the rule? But the rule should really be like, how do you feel? That's what it should be. But I think some people are so out of touch with their body and what they need because they just want to get it right and they don't want to mess up and they don't want to lose progress. And so they ignore like what their bodies need. I mean, even if you're someone who works out regularly, if you wake up on a particular day and you're feeling 
run down or tired or your body needs rest, you should listen to your body. I mean, we're just so out of touch with our bodies. But generally speaking, if I can give you some general recommendations, if you have a fever, that's an absolute reason not to exercise, right? So that is your body fighting off some kind of infection. So never exercise if you have a fever. In fact, you probably shouldn't exercise for a minimum of 24 to 48 hours after the end of a fever. If you're having body aches or chills, you might not realize it, but you are probably going in and out of a fever state. If you're just generally feeling run down and fatigued, like it's one of the reasons why I love using my aura ring. It I could tell just from looking at my aura ring, it gives you a readiness score. And my aura ring was telling me like, pay attention, pay attention. It knew I was getting run down. I was about to get sick. I thought it was maybe because I hadn't, you know, really bad sleep on the day that we woke up to travel back from Greece. Like we woke up at 4am, went to bed at like midnight or something. I don't remember. And woke up at 4am and I was like, well, that was my goal because I wanted to be really tired so that we could sleep for the 10 and a half hour flight. But my aura ring did tell me, pay attention, your immune system is off. Like it was telling me that something was already going on. And, you know, if you don't have an aura ring, you just have to pay attention to your own, your own body. You have to pay attention to your energy, even your mood, all of those things. Because it's interesting. We think that progress is made in the gym, but you don't grow your muscles. You don't build muscle. You don't improve your body composition in the gym. That happens with rest. And there's a lot of studies that suggest that you, you know, even though we feel like, you know, I'm sure I've done this. I'm sure you have too. Like if you take a week off or, or a couple of days, even sometimes you're like, oh, I just, I'm turning to mush, but you're not. In fact, most studies show that you can take up to three weeks off. If you're someone who regularly works out, you can take up to three weeks off and you won't lose muscle composition. Now you might look a little different because of glycogen and the way your muscles hold on to water when you are training. But in terms of actual muscle composition, you probably will not lose any muscle. So we really need to get over that fear of missing a day, missing a week. It's not that big of a deal. And in fact, your body will probably respond a lot better if you do take time off. I know mine has every time I've been forced to take time off for one reason or another, I always come back feeling much, much, much stronger, getting better results. So, you know, it is important to do some light cardio if you're just feeling like your immune system is a little run down. There are some studies to show that it does improve immune function to do light to moderate cardio. What's that? That's walking. It's not getting your heart rate up too high. It's just something that's moderate. There are no studies anyways that I could find that pertain to improving your immune system when you're slightly run down and strength training. But a little bit of cardio, not a bad thing. Like if you've got like a maybe a little headache or you're just feeling kind of like blah, you know, not maybe like yourself, okay, then go for a walk. But it's not when you should be trying to kill it or push yourself a lot further. But it is interesting that, you know, so I know you've been following along. We just got back from a 30-day vacation. And so I'm really blessed to 
literally be like not have gotten sick until the day we got home. And, you know, it's so nice to just be cuddled up on my own comfy couch, being in my own comfy bed, looking at the Pacific Ocean, realizing how blessed we were to have those incredible 30 days and not to have been sick at all while we were, you know, traveling. Oh, how blessed is that situation, right? And so I I do feel really good about that. But what's strange is like, we just did 30 days of vacation and I didn't feel guilty about being away or on vacation the entire time, not once. And partly because I, you know, really burned the candle at both ends, preparing to leave, just going, going, going like seven days a week, just so I, when we left, I really wouldn't have to do very much. I recorded a few podcasts, obviously you guys know that, I kept up with my Patreon, but like other than that and a few YouTubes, I let Brock handle the calls for ICH. I really took that time off and I didn't feel guilty at all. But what's weird is, you know, so I've been on the couch today feeling sick and run down and it made me feel guilty. I'm not sure why. I guess because I'm home and I feel like, well, I'm home. I should be like, let's, it's go time, right? But I've always been that way. So I'm curious if any of you have that too. Like when you need to take a sick day, if you feel really guilty about it, like I feel like I just power through it, get up and do something. Or if, if I'm going to be laying on the couch, I should at least be doing something productive while I'm laying here. But when you have a fever, man, whoo. You forget, like, when you have a fever, it just knocks you out. So Brett is fine at the moment, but we have swapped bodily fluids. So I kind of doubt that he's going to be able to escape this same scenario. Although we did have a, a, a nurse come over today and give us an IV drip for immunity for both of us just to help fight it off, you know, an extra dose of immunity. Because I think if you listen to my episode on Wednesday, I talked about all the things that we brought, things that I wish we had brought, all the tips for traveling, et cetera. And we did not bring enough of our immunity from Organifi. And so is that why I'm sick? I don't know. I don't know. But like literally this is the first time in years that I haven't taking my immunity every single day. I don't know how much of that is placebo effect, but like it got in my head, right? I'm like, oh, well, this is because I wasn't taking immunity. You know what I mean? So it's hard hard to say if that's the reason why. I want to say a special thanks to our friends at Soul CBD, who I can't thank enough for spending the time to listen to me, to hear my concerns with regard to my own sleep and just some things I wanted to experiment with. And we are so fortunate to have partnered with them on creation of the ultimate sleep gummy. And there's lots of sleep gummies out on the market. There's lots of CBD gummies out on the market. This is so different and frankly, so much more effective than anything else that I'm aware of on the market because of the quality of the ingredients and the combination of the ingredients. So this sleepy gummy combines, are you ready for this? Melatonin, CBD, tea extracts, and cannabinol. Take a look at some of the research on cannabinol and you are going to understand why this particular gummy formulation is so crazy effective. Not to mention, of course, the fact that it's triple lab tested so you don't have to worry about 
staying sober. It has zero THC. You could give it to your children. You cannot overdose on CBD. It is something that helps to improve and calibrate your central nervous system. That's the CBD part. The cannabinol, which is taken from the cannabis plant, has been found to help people feel drowsy and to stay asleep longer. Again, no THC. You won't wake up feeling groggy. You won't wake up feeling any different other than the fact that you will have gotten a great night's sleep. Now, let me talk about melatonin for a second. Some people do great on melatonin. Some people need a small amount. Some need more. Some people need less. So it's not a one-size-fits-all. So when you get your gummies, and by the way, I do apologize to my friends in Canada because we are not shipping there yet, but when you do get your gummies, give it some time, experiment. Try a half a gummy for the first couple of nights, see how you feel. Maybe you need a little bit more. Try a whole gummy for a couple of nights, see how you feel. See how you feel after two gummies. It's so different for every person, I have to tell you that. And again, these are all natural ingredients, which is not to say it's 100% cure for everybody, but I can tell you, based on the DMs that I get. And that matters a lot to me. Like if people weren't getting insane results, if it were just me that were getting these insane results, I wouldn't be raving about them the way that I have. So I want you to give them a try, especially if sleep has been a struggle for you because it truly is the cornerstone of good health. You get to try them now and get 15% off when you go to mysoulcbd.com forward slash Shaleen. Again, it is 15% off when you check out. And that gives you 15% off all of their products, but just make sure you grab those sleepy gummies. Oh, two flavors. There's blueberry, lemon, and there's honey chamomile. I personally love the honey chamomile. It has chamomile tea extract and honey. It's softer, but it tastes like chamomile tea with honey. Like it tastes just like that. So if you don't like chamomile tea, which Brett doesn't, then you won't like it. If you like blueberry lemon, you'll love the blueberry lemon. They have a little different texture because they have slightly different ingredients. All 100% organic. You check them out by going to mysoulcbd.com forward slash Shaleen. But it does feel really good to be home. And it does feel great to just be like laying on the couch and watching Netflix and Hulu. And that's going to benefit you in the long run. Because I powered through today so many good shows that I'm definitely going to do another what to watch for you. And I think it's time. So I'll I'll hope to do that next week. Unfortunately, I know with my Patreon peeps, you guys know like a lot more like the details because you just do. But one of the things I talked about on Patreon is how it was so weird that when we were in Greece, I mean, like I don't normally get recognized. So anyways, my patrons have already heard this, but I'm just going to bring you guys up to speed. But like at home in California, I maybe get recognized like once a week. You know what I mean? Maybe. I mean, maybe I'm getting recognized more than that, but no one ever says anything. And I really love it when it's someone who listens to the podcast. And I, and I know you guys know that because you'll come up to me and say like, I listen to the podcast. And you know, that is like my favorite, favorite way to connect with people because it's just very different versus someone who's like, I did one of your workouts or I, I've done your workouts. You know, if you've done my workouts, you don't know anything about me other than maybe a little bit about my personality, but you don't know anything about me. You know what I mean? Because they're not a monologue. I'm not talking about my personal opinions and things I've been through and, you know, like you guys know everything. And if you listen, then we connect. We have something in common versus someone who's done the workout and, you know, 
there's lots of people whose workouts I've done and I'm like, I love this person's workouts. I don't know if I'd want to spend time with them. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, so whenever someone does like recognize my voice or they, they know me though, or from the podcast, I love that. But what was so crazy is when we were not in Italy, I think, I don't think I got recognized in Italy. I don't think I got recognized in France either. But when we got to Greece, Every single day, sometimes multiple times a day, someone would be like, oh my gosh, I listen to your podcast. I'm like, are they be like, Shaleen? I'm like, this is so weird. And they were all Americans. And that says a couple of things. Number one, it means that there was mainly in, wait, in Mykonos and Peros, but like, it just means that Greece is, in my opinion, this is my assessment of it, that Greece is a very popular U.S. travel destination. It must be because every Uber that we got into, they'd be like, where are you from? We'd say America. And they're like, everyone is from America. We're like, yeah, we noticed. That's why, you know, I mean, again, you've heard those episodes. I told you what islands I love the most. And it was just funny to keep running into so many people from, you know, the pod squad in Greece. And I took photos with a bunch of people and we really had a good time. It was fun. But it was just so crazy to have that happen. And we, our last three days in Greece, Brett and I went hard in the paint. We committed. They don't? Brett says you don't know what that phrase means. I think they do. You know what? I'm not even going to tell you guys what that means. I'm going to have you look it up. Urban Dictionary. We went hard in the paint. And I'm not, like, so when people see me on my stories, this is what's so funny. So I posted these videos of us out at lunch at this beach club called Namos. Is it called Namos? Yeah, Namos. And, you know, it's the middle of the day and it's a beach club. So what you do is you go in your bathing suit with a bathing suit cover up and you have this like amazingly expensive lunch and there this DJ is just like pounding, thumping music. And I freaking love music. So, and everyone's dancing. So I'm dancing with them and people are you know, pulling you up onto the table to dance with them up on the table. And I get all these DMs from people like, wow, I've never seen you so drunk. I'm like, so drunk. What are you talking about? I mean, I had one Aperol spritz. <laughs> that does not make a person drunk. Like that's someone who does not know me. You don't know me if you don't realize if I'm in the line at the bank not that I'm ever at the bank, but I could be in the line at the bank. And if there's music playing, I have to kind of dance. Music is my thing. Duh. But it's so funny. People are just rude. They're just like, wow, you're really never seen you so drunk. Like, no jerk. I'm not drunk. I'm enjoying the loud music. Get a life. And I really enjoy loud music and I love dancing. So like, I don't need a cocktail to do that. And, you know, the next night we went, no, yeah, the next night we went to this place called Hippie Fish in Mykonos, and it's very traditional Greek. Oh, P.S., go look at my Instagram and look at my story highlights. So if you go to my profile, you'll see a story highlight for Italy, one for Greece, one for France. So if you want to see these videos of your girl dancing on the tables, sober P.S., I put them on my story highlights. You're welcome. But anyway, so we're at Hippie Fish, and it's super cool. And you'll also watch a story highlight of Brett Johnson breaking the plates. So that's a Greek tradition. And they break plates to signify, well, a couple of different things. I looked it up. They do it to ward off evil spirits. It's like that loud noise is supposed to scare away evil spirits because their belief was that, 
you know, when there's times of celebration, good spirits come and bad spirits come. And so the plates scare the bad spirits away. It's also a way to signify the end of something. Like if you're going to break up with someone, you break a plate. It Sometimes it's the, the end of being single. So you might like break a plate when, at a wedding. And it's also something to do like any celebration. You break a plate because, again, it's scaring off bad vibes and bad spirits. And so you have to watch Brett Johnson. He goes crazy breaking these plates. It's one of the funniest videos I've ever seen. But again, in that video, I'm dancing on the tables and I really wore the perfect dress, if I do say so myself, for a Greek traditional night of dancing on tables. And we just had the best time. We just both committed, like, let's just stay up late. Let's go hard in the paint. Let's totally enjoy ourselves. Let's not take any time off. Let's go for it. And then we flew from Mykonos to Athens. We went out and had a nice fish dinner in Athens. That was lovely. But we really just spent the night there because we were flying out of there to Germany the next day. But there's this thing that they do in Europe, everywhere we went, France, Italy, Greece, everywhere. When you pick out a fish, like when you say like, okay, I'll have the salmon. You can't just like have the salmon. They want you to select the fish. So you have to, not always, but sometimes they walk you over to like this big mound of ice and you point to the one you want. Or in other instances, they might just bring the fish over on a tray to you with his little eyes, his little ugly mouth and his little ugly tail. And fish are just I think they're so ugly anyways. And I never ate fish growing up because we would go fishing in Michigan. And I just thought they were so gross that I couldn't eat one. You know what I mean? And I remember seeing my mom is like not grossed up by anything, but I remember my mom like filleting the fish and like scraping off the scales and just like that was so gross. I would never eat a fish. But then as an adult, I learned to like fish as long as I didn't see that it was once a person. I mean, not that's a person, but you know what I'm saying? Like a being. I don't want to see his little eyes. I don't want to meet him. And in Europe, they want you to meet your dinner. It's like you bring this fish over and I'm like, I don't want to look. No, you're ruining it for me. Like literally you're ruining it for me. So that last night in Athens, our waiter was like, I said, I want to order the salmon. He's like, no, he like literally said, no. I was like, okay. And he's like, you want sea bream. I'm like, okay. And he's like, you must follow me. I'm like, oh, geez. <sighs> so I had to follow him over to this big mound of ice. I go, can you just pick him for me? I don't want to, I don't want to meet the guy before I eat him. Please just, you pick him for me. And there's a little bit of a language barrier in Greece because uh, I don't speak any Greek whatsoever. And especially in the places that we were going, a lot of times we were trying to go to places that were like more authentic, less touristy in like Paros and in, in Athens. So there's a little bit of a language barrier. And I'm like, I, do, I don't want to pick. I just, can you just pick them? And he's like, okay. And I said, just pick a small one. And then he goes, I will come to the table and I will fillet him for you. I go, can you not do that at the table? Please, please do that away. So I don't have to see it. Like that ruins the whole meal. Ugh. Is anyone else like that? I mean, it just... I literally became almost pescatarian on this trip, but every single time they wanted to debone the fish in front of us, I'm like, oh God, I'm losing my appetite. So we leave from Athens 
And we had heard, and so I want to, you know, I know I talked a lot about recommendations and tips on Wednesday. So I just want to say this because I forgot to mention it. I bought, remember on the episode I did called Dads and Grads, different gifts to buy for dads and grads. I talked about the Apple tags, right? So they're called Apple Air Tags. And what they do is they're like, they're like a little medallion that you can attach to like your phone or your purse or your anything that you, your iPad, your headphones, anything that you might lose especially comes in handy if you have ADHD. And just like find my iPhone, you can pull that, find my iPhone app up and you can actually see where that item is if you lose it. So I bought us tags for our luggage and forgot to affix them, right? Okay, well now while while we're in Europe, we just heard from so many, I mean, so many people, obviously reaching out to me on Instagram, friends who were traveling saying like, we lost our luggage. They lost our luggage. I mean, I can't even tell you. Everyone I knew, and I'm not exaggerating, you know, I don't. Everyone I knew who was traveling in Europe lost one or all of their bags. So that got me really nervous. So I'm like, all right, there's a couple of things that I cannot, I would just be devastated if I lost them. And then there's like medications and makeup and things that are like a pain in the butt if you lose them. And then there are things that like, you know, I didn't travel with very many expensive things, a couple of pairs of shoes and my necklace that Brett surprised me with. And so I made certain that when we were traveling back, I put those things in my carry on and including like some expensive shoes. And because everyone we heard this happening to and like the bags not showing up for seven days. And then when the bags did show up, their items would be missing. They're expensive items and the bags have been rifled through. So if you are going to be traveling right now, there's not just European, all over the world, even in the United States, there's a major, major shortage of staff. So they are overwhelmed with demand. Flights are getting canceled like crazy, rerouted, and people are losing their luggage. I've heard like every airline, Delta, we flew Lufthansa, like every airline we've heard is just like record number of lost bags. So a couple of things, buy those air tags. They're like 25 bucks a piece. They're on my Amazon favorites list. Everything that I talked about on Wednesday is on my Amazon favorites list. I'll put that in the show notes. Buy those suckers and put them on the inside of your bag. Okay. Also, ideally you should have a bag that locks. I say that even though we didn't use bags that lock, and maybe our bags do lock, but we didn't lock them. And we're, guess what? Yep, we are missing two of our bags. We traveled with three bags plus our carry-ons, and only one of our bags arrived. The other two big giant bags with all of our stuff in it, gone. And like, there's just no response from the airlines. It's just, you'd call the number and it just disconnects you because they're just being overwhelmed. So... No matter where you're flying, even in the United States, buy those tags, you guys. It'll save you time and money in the long run. And just remember that you want to bring your anything valuable. It needs to be in your carry-on, right? Of course. All right. That is a tip I forgot to tell you guys on, on Wednesday. I also, some of you reached out and said like some of the things you couldn't find that I talked about that are on my Amazon list. So we double-checked and we added a lot of those things today just to make sure They've all been updated and they have. So you can check that out again. I'll put a link in the bio. And that YouTube video should be up shortly. 
the mouth breathing video because a lot of you guys are asking about that. That video is up on YouTube as well. So go check out my YouTube channel. Make sure you're subscribed. Turn on the little bell so you get a notification. I'm definitely being way more intentional about my YouTube videos now so that you guys, you know, it's stuff that's very helpful. I'm also going to do a fashion finds video because I'm telling you, you don't have to spend a lot of money to look cute. There are some great things I found from Zara, from Amazon, from Sheen. And I wanted, I so desperately wanted to buy a bunch of clothes while I was in Europe. And I just was like, meh. You know what I mean? Like it was like, some of it was like really expensive. I'm like, I will never, ever, ever wear this dress again unless I'm in Mykonos. Like, so I'm not going to spend $400 or $300 on a seriously overpriced touristy dress. You know what I mean? But I did get some like really cute stuff and I want to start a bathing suit line. I want to start a bathing suit line for women who, you know, are short torsoed or long torso. Like, so they're one piece bathing suits are so hot right now. And there's, I just think so many different things you can do to make them work for your body type. And I want to start a bathing suit line. Brett is rolling his eyes at me right now. Like, really? Oh, when would you do that? And all your extra time? Yeah, maybe I'll just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll just reinvigorate my, I have a Instagram account that's a fashion Instagram and I haven't posted anything to it in so long. And I really don't want to post fashion stuff to my regular Instagram account. So maybe I should post all that stuff. Like what I, what I wore on vacation over on my, it's, I think it's called Shaleen's Fashions. No, it's not. It's called Shaleen Style. <laughs> I forget. Yeah, it's called Shaleen Style. I'll link it. Anyways, let me know in the comments on Pod Squad or if you're in the Patreon, let me know there if you guys think I should do that and what specifically you'd like to see in a YouTube fashion finds video. All right, you guys, I'm going to cut this short because I really do need to rest. I love you. I mean it. And I'm looking forward to spending a little bit of time with those of you who are on Patreon tomorrow and good stuff coming out next week, you guys. So get ready for that. And again, thanks for listening. I love you. I mean it. Talk to you soon. Hey, it's Kristen, Shaleen's podcast manager. Look at you. You made it all the way to the end. That's awesome. If you love this episode, which I'm sure you did, why don't you go leave Shaleen a review? She would love to know which episode it was and why you liked it. What hit home with you? Shalene literally reads every single review. She loves hearing your feedback and she uses your comments and your ideas for future episodes. So go leave a review. And while you're at it, could you check to make sure you're subscribed? That way you will never miss a single episode of The Shalene Show which we release on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, every single week. Now, if you need a little bit more podcasting to fill up your time on Tuesdays and Thursdays, did you know that Shalene has another podcast that she co-hosts with her son, Brock? Yep, she does. It's called Build Your Tribe. And that podcast is all about business and marketing but also devoted to helping you make more money so you can live more life. If you need Shalene all the time and you're the ultimate lifer, then you have got to check out 
The Shaleen Show on Patreon. Shaleen is so personal. She spills the tea on everything that she can't on her regular podcast. And you also get bread. Completely unedited, unfiltered, and hilariously confident about everything. You can find it at patreon.com forward slash The Shaleen Show. Anyways, thanks for listening. And remember, anything that we reference in this episode, including the links to our show sponsors and links to the other podcasts, can be found in the show notes below.